Murphy Smith, author of the process. Thank you for joining me today for a new message and the season finale in my series, The Process, Season 9. Now, if you've missed the acronyms or messages in this or the prior series, which were The Foundation, The Perfect Storm, Where Do We Go From Here, Why Not Me, Procrastination and Thief of Time, and If I Only Knew Then What I Knew Now, your 86,400 in my last series, Transactional to Transformational. Over 75 acronyms and life-changing stories that, and that can all be heard on several streaming outlets such as Pandora, iHeartRadio, Spotify, iTunes, and others. When you go there, please search for Mark Smith, The Process to revisit and or to listen to those messages for the first time. There's something that I must do today, and that is to get us started with my global mission statement. So I truly hope you still have your pen. So here we go. Who we become is often the results of the experiences we encounter. But what we leave as our legacy will always be what's inside our house. Now, I've declared this series, series nine of the process was and is designed to do four simple things. Number one is to impact. Number two is to empower. Number three is to enhance and more importantly, to uplift our mental states of mind. To ensure everybody's up to speed, let me give you a brief recap or or what I like to say a household inventory that we've taken in this journey of season nine. In the um, first message of this series, it was based on the experience of turbulence that each person has endured, whether it comes in our lives or, or, <laughs> or on an airplane. Both have the propensity to shake us to our core. From my personal experience, this has helped shape who I've become. After I or you landed, <laughs> there was and is in life a multitude of things that often come our way. Coincidentally, it seems it happens at the most inopportune time. See, but that is when it's good to have a friend that you can talk with. Not someone that is judgmental of your situation, but someone that will challenge you to find the best way out of the situation or how to conquer what is being experienced or exposed. I tell my wife all the time that I envy the relationship she has with her best friend. I say this because no matter what the challenge, the crisis may be, collectively they arrive at a stage that guarantees a positive result. Something else that is consistent in life is that in times that test your faith, it can also show the world what and who we worship or cherish. This most commonly, and like many things in life, causes us to stay in the same place of stagnation or leave the appropriate steps to progression. Now, for more insights on these conversations and the acronyms used in the prior messages, please visit and listen to them on the media outlets mentioned at the beginning of this podcast. As I prepare for this season finale, a statement kept ringing in my head that was said to me many years ago. It was told to me by my grandmother. She said that old keys 
don't unlock new doors. Now, it took me a quite some time to grasp what she was really saying to me. When you spend many years in a transactional mindset like I did, you think old keys will always open the doors they've always opened in the, before. Because you become comfortable and don't search any other avenues. But who really wants to spend a life doing the same old things? Or better yet, who wants a life defined by sameness or stagnation? See, I've evolved into the type of person that attempts to embrace these old keys from my past. Especially when sayings like these come back to the forefront of my mind. Now, that is, <laughs> it's moved my ladder of importance again. It had me really thinking, what is it? What, what is it or what else have I missed in that statement? Because it kept coming back to me. The statement, old keys don't unlock new doors. As I got ready to close my computer for the night, after writing a few notes for the week, a conversation that I had with my son about 10 years ago entered my mind. To give you a little context of the conversation, he had just received a job offer from a very influential company that I will not disclose. But our conversation centered on how life's opportunities to grow personally and professionally are assigned an expiration date as well, like everything. The problem that often takes center stage with opportunities is we, <laughs> me included, think or thought they will come around again in the future. So, as I shut everything down for the evening and kissed my wife Tasha goodnight, I drifted into a deep sleep only to toss and turn with dreams that truly didn't make sense. In the first dream, I found an old toolbox in our shed that had about a hundred or so keys in it. They were all labeled with full dates, had the day, the month, and the year, and they were in numerical order. Some dated back to January 1st, 1978, all the way through July 4th, 2001. After waking up to shake off that dream that wasn't making me making any sense to me, I fell back to sleep, only to find myself receiving an Amazon package delivered that contained five locks that was in the package. Each lock was a different color and it appeared that each one of them required a different size key. <laughs> crazy dreams so after what I would call a very odd night of sleep I got up at my traditional time 4.30 a.m. and went back in my office to try to make sense out of those two bizarre dreams as I opened my computer to start writing I found the key that my son had left when he had visited us over July 4th about 10 or 11 years ago now keep in mind before I went to sleep I mentioned a conversation about him starting a new job. But old habits, old mindsets, and old keys never open new locks. I don't know what it was, but I kept staring at the key. And I can hear him say, just throw it away, Dad. With the mental block now, I decided just to close my computer again and just continue the morning with the usual routines. You know, take the dogs out feed them, shower, check my emails to see what I need to tackle before 9 a.m. Well, <laughs> shortly after 10, I received a call from my son, which is not common, especially that early in the day. <laughs> he started the conversation with small talk, things like football games over the weekend. But then he, he threw me a curveball. 
He asked if I remembered that conversation about old keys that had that I'd had with him several years ago. Well, immediately I began to tell him that that had been on my mind last night and again this morning with the uncertainty of why. I went on to share my dreams and how they really didn't make a lot of sense. Then it became crystal clear what everything meant. From the collection of our previous conversation 10 to 11 years ago, to the dreams and various locks, down to my grandmother's saying that I often use, it all pointed to finally letting go of keys that will never open doors that dwell within my house. House. Happiness outshines ugliness shown every day. Okay, grab your spare keys. You may need them today. Here we go. Let's start with the H, which I said is happiness. I don't think there's anyone that would disagree with me when I make this statement, when I say that this is one of the most subjective words that permeates an internal feeling for the entire world. See, I know that people share a difference of opinion on what this word happiness means to them personally. My son began to share details about that conversation uh, 10 or so years ago and how many things that I had said had manifested. He reminded me of something else that I had, that I had told him that honestly, <laughs> I had completely forgot. <laughs> Imagine that. I told him that happiness is found when you stop comparing yourself to people. Therefore, it shows to the person who you see in the mirror. He went on to tell how those words have been echoed to many that he has spoken to. As my father told me, it is not when you get it, but when you get it. See, I have a memory when I was five years old. When my mother told me that happiness was the key to life. When I went to school, they asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up. I wrote down happy. And my teacher told me I didn't understand the assignment. And I told them <laughs> they didn't understand life. <laughs> I think you know what happened after that. What many in society forget is that the purpose of our lives is to be happy. I don't believe that each of us were created to live a life of misery or sadness. That was not designed to be in my house. This conversation brought me back to a few details of the day when he told me about this new employment opportunity. See, I recall my first thought when he mentioned the new job was how was he going to change his life? We all know that every opportunity that is presented to us is not the best for us. But each opportunity designed to teach us something about ourselves. So, my question to you, the listener, is are you taking advantage of every obstacle, every no, Every disappointment that encounters to create everlasting happiness in your own house. Hmm. I'm going to move to the O in you and house, which I said was outshines ugliness. As we continued uh, that conversation that morning, he reminded me of something else that I told him in the past that he found a few days ago. It was secured in a folder that he keeps referring to. I told him, number one, there will always be those who truly do not want success for you, no matter what you do. Number two, mistakes are going to happen. That's inevitable. 
But how you react is more important than the mistake itself. Number three, you won't be remembered for who you are, but what you have done. And number four, in the world we live in, if you stay positive, it will always outshine that good and outshine ugliness. (laughs) Was he starting to destroy his old keys? See, I remember one of my old English teachers saying to our class that if you think something is ugly, look harder. Ugliness is just a failure in seeing. Hmm. Let me repeat that. If you think something is ugly, look harder. Ugliness is just a failure in seeing. This lends to our attitude and our perception of what we see. As a father, I was beginning to believe that the application of what I told my son was truly resonating inside his house. Perhaps uh, my insight to him many years ago was outshining the ugliness that his eyes and heart was showing him. Just maybe it was time for both of us to let go of old keys that had no business in our house. Hmm. Let me get to the last acronyms of house. I've covered the H, the O, the U. And let me go with the S and the E, which I said shown every day. You know, the next thing that he said to me is something that I've said on a few occasions. Excuse me. That is words lie. Actions lie. But consistency doesn't lie, (laughs) especially when it's shown every day. He went on to say that this this took him a while for him to truly understand that this is a fact of life. But it warmed my heart that he again could recall and apply some of the things that I had shared with him. It was only at that point he hit me with something that I had said to him on that very day he called about that new opportunity. I said just spend less time wondering if it will turn out well and more time preparing, working, and readying yourself to deliver with excellence. The outcome, in any case or in any endeavor, is already a win because you gave it your all, but it must be shown every day. Now, normally I close my message with a story to tie everything together. But today, I want to share a story my son told me as he needed to get off the phone and go back to work. Pay close attention. During a research experiment, a marine biologist placed a shark into a large holding tank, then released several small bait fish into the tank. As you would expect, the shark quickly swam around the tank, attacked, and ate the smaller fish. The marine biologist then inserted a strong piece of clear fiberglass into the tank, creating two separate partitions. She then put the shark on one side of the fiberglass and the set of bait on the other. Again, the shark quickly attacked. This time, however, the shark slammed into the fiberglass divider and bounced off. Undeterred, the shark kept repeating this behavior every few minutes to no avail. Meanwhile, the bait fish swam around unharmed in the second partition. Eventually, about an hour into the experiment, the shark gave up. This experiment was repeated several dozen times over the next few weeks. Each time, the shark got less aggressive 
and made fewer attempts to attack the fish bait until eventually the shark got tired of hitting the fiberglass divider and simply stopped attacking altogether. The marine biologist then removed the fiberglass, but the shark didn't attack. The shark was trained to believe a barrier existed between it and the fish bait, so the bait fish swam wherever they wished, free from harm. See, many of us experience setbacks and failures emotionally and give up and stop trying like the shark in this story. We believe that because we are unsuccessful in the past, we will always be unsuccessful. In other words, we continue to see barriers in our heads even when no real barrier exists between where we are and where we want to go. <laughs> As I draw a conclusion to this series, let me hopefully ingrain the global mission statement for it. Again, one last time. Who we become is often the results of the experiences we encounter. But what we leave as our legacy will always be what's inside our house. I can speak for myself when I say that discarding old keys becomes challenging as I embrace happiness outshines ugliness that's shown every day. As you rewind this message, or the other messages in this series, I hope you truly, sincerely share it with someone who needs to take a deeper look at what's in their house. Along the path, remember that it's not easy to ask for help or see past as a current situation. In doing so, always keep in mind your why is greater than your situation, which is part of your process. To my wife, Tasha, to my mom, I love each of you very much and thank you again for your support. To my mother-in-law, Sarah Wilson, rest in peace. To our children and grandchildren, Poppy and Oma, I love you and we will see you soon. <laughs> House, happiness outshines ugliness shown every day. It's just not a thought, but a mindset that you have a choice to enact daily. However, I believe that each of us were uh, are where we need to be in life at a pre-designed uh, pre time. Along that journey, aren't you glad that you can control three things? The thoughts you think, the actions you take, and the visions you see to help become clear? Ask yourself, again, that same question that I started with. Who can you impact? Who can you uplift? Who can you enhance? And who can you enrich? In doing this, sometimes we must take a look in the mirror to accept that change truly begins and ends as we embark on actions that remain concurrent with legacy-changing actions for 2023 and beyond. I pray you apply some of these messages in different areas of your life. God bless you, and I will speak with you soon as we launch Season 10 of The Process.